Hi there, and welcome to the Best Trainees Forward podcast. I'm your host, Mita, and I started this podcast because just like you, I want to be better at handling the challenges that come with adulthood. Let's face it, adulting can get really hard and confusing. Yet, our 20s are way too precious to just be wasted on drunken nights, mindless days, and being around people who don't lift us up. So if you're looking for a place for real conversations and honest opinions to help you through, you're in the right place. Join me as I chat with amazing individuals on how they have overcome their greatest growing pains to ignite that magic in them. Thank you for tuning in and let's kick off this episode. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, everyone. Yes, I've been gone for quite a while, definitely longer than a hot minute. I am so sorry for being gone for so long, um, but feels kind of good to be back behind the mic, actually. Um, today's episode is kind of like an informal catch up with you guys just to update you what has been going on. To be honest, so many things have happened that kept me from producing any episodes, um, things going on externally or internally as well. And I just wanted to have an informal catch up with you guys and share with you guys some perhaps learnings that I gotten along the way that could potentially maybe help someone or somebody out there who's going through the same things as me. So without further ado, I think there are two key things that has kind of like kept me away. Um, One is more on the personal front and the other one is just this thing called resistance. (laughs) I will share with you guys some more. But personally, there's a lot of things that have been going on. I quit my job because I literally, I think I was facing a burnout at the end of three years uh, working at a tech company. Um, I was just, I think, taking some time off to refigure things where I wanted to go professionally, where I wanted to take this channel to, um, and just learning how to produce better content as well that has taken quite a bit of my time Um, I think a mix of good and bad things have happened Um, you know despite the pandemic and how difficult the job market has been I managed to secure myself another job so yay (laughs) Um, at least you know I'm expecting a bit of a stable income for a while and I bought a home this year so that's a major life event um but I definitely underestimated the effort that it took to kind of uh, get the loan, secure a home, uh, go through the paperwork. And, you know, given the pandemic, you know, law firms are closed. Uh, social distancing definitely did not make things any easier. Um, apart from that, I also experienced the death of a loved one sometime this year. And... I definitely wasn't prepared (laughs) as to how tough it would be. So to say the least, I think it has been quite a roller coaster for me. Um, But that being said, I think I'm back and I'm excited to be talking to new people, sharing more insights with the little, I would call you guys, the little sesame seed of audience that I have. And I cannot thank you guys enough for staying on with me as well. So that is more on the personal end. Um, 
I think I'll take time to really share into uh, bits and pieces of the details as we go along. But I think as of now, um, that's basically where I'm going to leave it in terms of my personal front. Um, looking back in the past couple of months, it's not that I've not tried to produce anything or Oh my gosh, calling even produce, it's kind of like making me cringe because, you know, I'm just new and <laughs> still figuring out this stuff. But um, it's not that I've not thought about, oh, what can I, you know, what new episodes can I launch? Um, in fact, there were many times in the past month that I've been going back and forth thinking about what to write or what to speak about, working on idea. Um, working on, you know, um, a couple of, uh, I think, issues that I think, mm, okay, I should talk about this. And I'll go on planning and writing before thinking, um, do I really know anything much about this? I'm like, okay, I don't think this is good enough. I don't think I know about this enough to even talk about it, you know. And there are times when there are issues that I think I'm... A, really familiar with and again I write it I think about what kind of content to produce before thinking does anyone really you know listen to this is anyone really keen on listening to you know this thing that I have to say so to be very frank the process just kept going back and forth writing planning only to delete it and going back to square one it was so, so frustrating, right? I was like, why is content creation so difficult? And I just couldn't break through that cycle. So one day I was scarring the internet for inspiration, just like any other day, when I think, okay, you know, am I the only one who faces this? Like, am I the only one experiencing things like that? You know, how did content creators get it? How did YouTubers actually eventually got to, you know, the millions of subscribers that they have? And how do they get that, you know, endless stream of inspiration to just keep going and going and going, right? So, one day I got an idea. Um, I was like, okay, let's let's go on YouTube and try to figure out, um, you know, how did what kind of content were people producing in, in the early days of their channel. So um, I scrolled through Lavender's channel on YouTube. If you don't know Lavender, you should definitely check her channel out. I really like the stuff that she produced and she's such an inspirational uh, woman who really goes out there to, you know, uh, and inspire people to live their dream life just like how she did. And I wasn't sure why I did what I did, but I actually went through her videos and sorted them uh, from the new, from the oldest that the videos uh, were produced. So you sort it by timeline and I came across one episode where she was talking about this thing called resistance. So I clicked on it and I watched the video and it all suddenly just clicked and fall into place. So a couple of things, right? She was talking about how she faced resistance in her early days of creating videos, how she took a hiatus and she was explaining to her viewers that, guys, I'm so sorry, I was going through this thing called resistance. And that's when I realized, and it clicked for me, like, 
I'm not alone. That people face this. Even, you know, Lavender once faced this. So you must be wondering now, like, what is this thing called resistance? You might not be familiar with it. So resistance is spelled with a capital R, essentially. Um, you might not be familiar with the term, but I am so sure you're familiar with how it actually manifests in your life. And it's a lot more common than you think, right? Especially when you're trying to build something, you're trying to start on a new routine, um, anything that you want to do that is essentially, you know, that takes a degree of difficulty. Uh, you have to go through a certain um, area of unfamiliarity. You're bound to face resistance, right? How it manifests essentially is the things like procrastination, self-doubt, perfectionism. I think I was so obsessed with trying to find what's the perfect, you know, um, episode to produce or whatever it is that eventually I didn't even take any action at all. You know, I think in the video, Eileen from Lavender actually mentioned that Netflix could be resistance, you know, anything that essentially gets in your way of doing things that you're supposed to do could be resistance. And most of the time, it is actually this invisible force that you just created in your head, you know, but it's so powerful that it prevents you from taking action, right? And one of the key things that I got from the episode was she was talking about a book called The War of Art, not to be confused by The Art of War. The War of Art is actually written by Stephen Pressfield. So I'm going to chat a little bit about the book with you guys, um, just in case you guys are interested or going through the same thing as me. Stephen Pressfield himself is quite an established author. He's used to creating or writing fiction books. This is one of his, I think, few nonfiction books that he wrote. And even as an established author himself, it's difficult for him to get started on writing. In fact, one of the key things that is mentioned in the book was that for writers, it's not the act of writing that is difficult, but the most difficult part is actually sitting down in front of your computer and starting to write. And that kind of really stuck with me. So I want to talk about the book a little bit more just because I felt like the book really helped me understand my situation better and definitely helped me to, I think, in a way, normalize what I was going through. I feel like there are a lot of people who also let resistance get the better of them and let it control them and eventually miss out on what things could have been for themselves just because they can't get over their, you know, that stage of discomfort or uncertainty. I mean, I am, you know, part of that group of people, essentially. I've heard so many um, of you want to have your own YouTube channel, want to have your brand, want to work for a field that you think you can only dream of because... You just feel like you're not good enough. You know, you have your own set of fear. You have your own self-doubts. And it's completely okay, right? The feelings are not something that is going to go away. But it's really how, you know, you get it 
under control, right? And for my case, it's not about starting, but for me was resistance really crippled my progress. If that is something that I think I can sum up in, you know, um, within the book itself, uh, I think Stephen Pressfield actually said, most of us have two lives, the life we live and the unlived life within us. Between the two stands resistance. Resistance is this invisible force that actually defeats us. And in it's not just about, I think, starting something, right? Um, the example extends far more than that. The following list in no particular order uh, of those activities that most elicit resistance, the pursuit of any calling in writing, painting, music, film, dance, or any creative art, however marginal or unconventional, the launching of any entrepreneurial venture or enterprise for profit or otherwise, can be your diet or health regimen, any program or spiritual advancement, you know, having any going on any course or program designed to overcome unwholesome habits or addiction or education of any kind, right? Essentially, anything that requires commitment, any act that rejects immediate gratification in favor of long term growth, health, or integrity tends to really elicit resistance. One of the common ways which we see resistance manifest is just procrastination, you know. Sometimes we put things off and one of the key, one of the things that was summarized pretty well in the book was that procrastination is, you know, a form of dance that you practice with yourself, you know. It's a lot easier for you to tell yourself, okay, I'm going to get to it tomorrow, I'm going to do it later, rather than telling yourself like, I'm not going to do it anymore. It's like creating this middle ground with yourself, which, you know, you kind of don't really get to or get over. Um, it's a white lie that you constantly tell yourself, right? But I think at this point, I also want to bring up that sometimes, you know, we don't do the things that we're supposed to do because we just doubt ourselves too much. You know, be it imposter syndrome, be it you're being overly critical um, with yourself. Um, I, you know, am guilty of that. I criticize myself a lot and I'm still in the process of actually trying to learn to be my own best friend, right? And sometimes it takes books like reading books talking to people or you know me for myself I rely on self-help books a lot I think I really like reading self-help books and maybe that's enough for me to kind of like get me through and move forward but I think if you think that you know um your level of self-criticism is something that's too overwhelming I think it's worthwhile to actually speak to someone professional. Um, I think one of the reasons why I can be overly self-critical is also I grew up with that voice, right, from my parents who basically tell me to constantly be on my best behavior, that, you know, making mistakes is not even an option. And sometimes when you're actually being brought up in that environment, when you're actually doing something on your own, 
that becomes your subconscious voice that's telling you like, okay, oh no, you can't make mistakes. And for me, it turns out in a way that I became this so-called perfectionist who needs to get everything right. And in the process, I sacrificed progress, right? And these are the things that I feel like resistance can do to you. Um, one of the things that I also want to bring up is the fact that I think not all resistance are bad. In fact, sometimes having a bit of resistance actually help us to stop and rethink our actions to see if you know the direction we're going towards is, is right or wrong. Um, essentially, if we really understand or try to figure out what is happening like within us, resistance come from a place of the brain that actually prevents you from getting into a dangerous situation. Let me try to explain like really simply. So there are essentially two parts to our brain. Um, the one is called the ego and one is called the self. So our brain's function, primary function, is to think and keep us safe, right? Keep us out of danger. And that is the part where the ego comes from. Its responsibility is to keep us safe, to keep us away from danger, to maintain status quo. But there is also this part of the brain where it's called the self, where that's where we think about hmm, what we want to do in life, what are the greater things we want to achieve, you know, um, trying to get something more out of yourself, having your own expectations where you want to do better. Now, these two parts can always be in conflict, especially when you want to achieve something greater than yourself. It always inf involves some sort of changing up your routine, picking up a new skill, or doing something out of your comfort zone. And when you actually you do that, your brain actually registers that as, okay, um, you're going into danger. It's unfamiliar territory. It's the same thing as you willingly going into a dark alley where there are no lights and you don't know what's lurking at the end of it, you know, but you're going through it and your brain essentially is on guard because, you know, it's it's programmed to do that, to do that, like to keep you safe. So as you're actually going along and, and, and trying to maybe pick up a new skill or pick up a new course or even, you know, every day after work, instead of going straight home, um, you need to take a different route to the gym, for example, or waking up earlier, performing something that is out of your usual habit, your brain registers it as you are in a critical state and kind of like in a dangerous state. And it will then send signals to kind of let yourself know that, no, 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 don't do this, don't do this, keep things status quo, you know. Uh, things like, mm, okay, this is something way out of my league. I think I should stay with whatever I know. And in the end, you know, uh, you bought a course or you bought a camera and you want to start your own YouTube channel, for example, or you want to launch your own jewelry or fashion brand and you bought your own 
camera or you bought your own sewing machine and it's just left there to collect dust and you don't even do anything about it not because you're lousy not because you're bad but the the fear of unknown and the fear of actually making mistakes just got the better of you you know but that doesn't mean that you are not good enough you know or the work that you you do is never going to be widely accepted i think if i can put it very simply in my own terms it's as i would say as straightforward as that right and i think i myself included right i fall victim to that so often um but i have to say the first step is really just identifying and knowing that you're going through that and trying to speak to yourself and talk to yourself in a way that actually you know um helps you differentiate what is really important what is really something that you need to do and there's nothing wrong with making mistakes there's nothing wrong or even when you actually like go do it it might not be as bad as what you seem it is right i had a conversation with a friend before and we we realized something interesting um talking about self criticisms which is so common especially when we're in our 20s and we're trying to figure things out a lot of things are actually still not clear for us and sometimes we don't have that much self confidence yet because we're still developing our own self confidence and and things like that you know sometimes we can create all these voices in our head telling us that um you know i don't think anybody's going to listen to this i don't think anybody is going to you know spend their time listening to what i say or looking at what i i put out there into the universe but if you really stop yourself and think for a moment these are not people's voices these are the voices that you actually make up in your mind and that is your source of resistance right self doubt self criticisms it can be perfectionism as well so i think for me this book really helped me to kind of like kick myself in the butt and you know help me try to put things in perspective i think overall if i were to give a review of the book <laughs> I would give it like probably somewhere kind of like a 7 a 6.5 to 7 out of 10. Um this book helps you understand your situation, what you're going through and help you identify when you're actually, you know, falling prey quote unquote to resistance. But there are some parts of the book that can be quite extreme and I can't really agree with what the author has to say. So please take it with a pinch of salt, right? There are a lot of books out there that can help you. Um I'm covering one next week. It's called The Heart to Start. Um so I really wanted this episode to be more of a catch-up and to share with you a little bit of something that I learned. Um and of course I'm I'm not going to just leave you guys here. Um apart from just identifying what I was going through, I think I also further you know looked up resources on how I can actually overcome it, you know, what are the easy steps that I could take to kind of like lift myself out of the these situations essentially. 
and I definitely want to share that more and it's upcoming in the next episode so thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode um, I hope it's actually helpful for you and I will be posting a lot more on excerpts of the book or my learnings uh, from just reading all the different resources on my Instagram, which is at best20s20s underscore podcast. So if you want to find out more and you feel like this episode is serving you, feel free to follow us on Instagram and show us some love and support. Uh, I will greatly appreciate it.